Welcome to A Better Way Podcast with your host, Ryan Haley. Learn to excel in business God's way, where the supernatural meets the practical. Experience a better way to succeed and learn from real-life business owners and entrepreneurs who have prospered in unconventional ways. Be inspired by their true stories and realize that prayer can become your practical source of provision when you embrace walking by faith and not human sight. And now, here's your host, Ryan Haley. Welcome back to A Better Way Podcast, everybody. This is Ryan Haley, your host, and I am super excited. We've got Shay Bynes with us today from Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, and she's been uh, on the same journey just about six years longer than me, very similar message, and so I am just super grateful and honored to have you on the show, Shay. Well, I'm honored to be here, Ryan, so thanks for having me. Thank you. And I also add that just uh, I'm really grateful to Shay for endorsing the upcoming book that's going to be launching in a couple months. So thank you again for taking the time to read Absolutely. through the whole manuscript <laughs> up as it was. Uh, you were one of the very few people who actually wanted to invest in that time. So I appreciate that. No, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing it come out. Yeah. And you know, Shay, one of the things I really like about you is that you are so led by God's spirit. You have a whole message that we're going to talk about called Grace Over Grind, very similar to the message of the book I'm releasing about investing in rest. But at the same time, uh, one of the things I talk about in the book is that God's grace is not just an excuse for laziness, you know, passivity, um, lack of excellence. It actually gives us divine empowerment to do That's all those right. things. And I just want to say, I so appreciate your, um, just who you are and the way you conduct yourself because everything, even just little email interactions and things like that, like there's sometimes, you know, I just get a sense of certain people and you embody the best ends of both spectrums of excellence, integrity, intentionality. And at the same time, you're completely yielded to the spirit <laughs> of God as you talk about all the time. So I just want to say how much I appreciate that about you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. So Shay, just give us a little bit, a couple of minutes of a background of uh, where you came from and how you got to this journey of what you're doing now. Sure. So first of all, born and raised Floridian. So I'm here in the South Florida area. My background is that I kind of came up in technology. So I, fin I did computer science when I was in college, started a career in technology. And it was about 10 years in, I always had this business going on on the side. And about nine years in, the Lord was saying, you know, you're going to quit your job by June of next year. And I'm thinking, I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> I was doing really well in my corporate career and I was doing okay in my side business, you know? Right. And, but, you know, I just wrote it down. And to be honest, my, my relationship with the Lord at that time was the kind of relationship where it's like, he wasn't really involved in my day to day. You know, he was, right. I was very involved on Sunday and on Wednesdays, but <laughs> you know, that's about it. Right. But I wrote that down because that was the first time I heard the Lord speak back to me about my goals, you know? And so sure enough, uh, in 2010, which gosh is now almost 10 years ago, um, I got a very clear firm directive from the Lord. I'd never heard from God like that before in my life. Hmm. And I heard this instruction to go. And this was after months of struggling with the, I know I'm supposed to go, but it doesn't make sense. Nothing made sense, you know? Right. And so I left. And after I left, you know, I just kind of went into entrepreneurship. I wouldn't call, I would not have called myself a kingdom driven entrepreneur. I wouldn't have, I, I was just a Christian who owned a business, you know, and just, just doing business the way I learned how to do business, but with integrity, of course. But you know, I wasn't really involving him at all. And so it's kind of ironic, but not because it's God. <laughs> right. That two years into that journey of full-time entrepreneurship, that a whole series of like 
divine orchestrations lead to me meeting a woman who ends up being the co-founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. And here we are, two strangers, and she's the one who has the words Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur in her journal that God gave her, but she didn't know what it was until she met me and the Lord spoke through me about what it was. Wow, that's cool. It was crazy. And so that happened in 2012 in March. And so interestingly enough, saying yes to the assignment to do something called Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, when neither of us really knew what that meant or what that looked like. It was like us saying yes to that for the next six months was just sitting at the feet of Jesus to say, what does this look like? How are we doing this? We're two strangers doing this thing that you say is a community and a movement that starts with a book. You know, it was just the strangest series of events, you know, but sure enough, several months later, you know, me and this stranger who's now one of my dearest friends uh, started Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. But it's just kind of funny that the journey of doing it was the yes to the thing that we didn't really understand what it was <laughs> until we said yes to it. So I've never come into this conversation as some guru expert on being lit of the Lord and work. It was my own, I mean, I'm now seven years in, but if you go back and listen to the podcast of the early days, like I was working through this stuff, right? Like, so it was always coming from a place of just the walk that God was taking me through and being able to help people along the way through my own experiences, right? I just happened to get about six, seven months of a little bit of a crash course from him and learning how to walk this thing out to do the thing with Antonina, you know? So that's kind of like the abridged version, but I ne if you had asked me years ago, you know, if you had said to me years ago that I'd be doing what I do now, <laughs> I would have just been laughing. It's like, I don't even see that. <laughs> no, it's so funny. I'm just laughing along with you because I, it's a, such a similar journey for me. If you would have told me two years ago, I'd be doing a podcast and a website and, you know, launching a book and all this other yeah. stuff, I would have been like, you're crazy. But uh, you know, the elements that you just talked about are something, uh, themes that I see throughout my own life, other people's lives and scripture that when we yeah. really start to yield our lives completely to God, it happens usually in this way that we would not have thought of at all yeah. on our own, very counterintuitively, very counterculturally. Yes. And it's, there's a lot of elements of uncertainty, but yet when you submit to that and you're working under his grace, there's undeniable confirmation, provision, yes. connection, all that kind of stuff. And it's, um, it's such a totally different way of thinking, especially for people like ourselves that have come from a, you know, corporate or military professional yeah. background, you know, it's so different. That's right. And even though, even though I was a corporate person, I, there's the way I learned in corporate. And then when I was the, doing the side business and learning how to do business, it was all about like, make it happen, hustle hard, you know, mm -hmm. be on team, no sleep, like everything, <laughs> everything that I learned about even being a business owner when I was a part-time business owner, everything pointed into like the world's way of entrepreneurship. Right. And so it, it's so very different, but I'm telling you what, I always tell people I mentor because, you know, like in the beginning, it feels so awkward and it feels a little bit weird. And you're just like, you're growing even in your confidence that the Lord is speaking to me and that, you know, and right. being responsive, especially when things don't quite line up to the way you would normally think that you do them. And, but there's something about it. Like if you dip your toes in, as soon as you've gone a little bit further, as soon as you start to realize some of the fruit of the confirmation of what it's like to do it with him, there's no going back. Even though you have no idea what you're doing, you're not sure exactly how this thing is going to play out. There's no going back because you're like, no, it doesn't get any better than doing this with God. Like it doesn't get any better than that. Exactly. You know, because that means that even when things don't go exactly the way you thought or things didn't you know, go perfectly or whatever, because they never do go perfectly, you still have peace always. You still have joy. You still have course correction. You still have all of that, you know? 
it just doesn't get any better. I wouldn't have it any other way. I really wouldn't. Yeah. And even something you just said right there, that that's the, the way I came up or the Holy spirit gave me that, that name for the the platform, a better way, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's good ways to do a lot of things, you know, in tech, integrity, excellence, working hard, discipline, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And nothing's wrong with that inherently, but right. there's a better way. There's a and better way. you there's capture that you capture that so beautifully with this, uh, this tagline in this book and this whole kind of movement almost of grace over grind. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that and the, the book and the journey and just how you've seen that play out sure. in your life. Sure. So the whole grace over grind thing came up. Interestingly, after I started Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, it was probably a few months in because I still had these remnants of like hustle mentality in me, you know, mm -hmm. even it was still like, I want to do this with God, but I'm still a hustler, right? <laughs> yep. so I still had that on the inside of me. And the, the shifting moment for me was there was a time that I was sitting in church and our pastor was talking about um, Matthew 11, uh, verse 28 through 30, where Jesus is talking about how his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But he read it from the message translation, which I had never heard before. And it said, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, mm. get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Mm. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I'll never lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And when Preach. I heard that, <laughs> oh my gosh, I heard that and it was like, yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes to all of that. Yes, and amen. I want it. Show me what is an unforced rhythm of your grace. That sounds amazing. Mm. Uh, show me that. Like, what does that look like? And it was at that moment, it felt like just this invitation from my father that was like, hey you know, there's a better way to do this thing. Mm. And in fact, you're going to need to do it this way because, you know, you're leading a movement of kingdom-driven entrepreneurs. Right. That began the invitation of which I said an emphatic yes to. And so I just had to walk out that journey of like, what does it even look like to just be aware of his presence, to work out of his rest, how to go at his pace as opposed to trying to charge along at my own pace or just because yes. thinking I've got things figured out. Or even being patient enough to like, like he would show me something and in the past he would show it to me. So it's like, at least I went to him, but he would show it to me and then I would take it and run full steam. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I still had that part of like that go getter achievement performance. Like I mm. got this personality, right. Which served me well, by the way. Right. 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 But, but there was something better that was like calling for me, you know? And so that was the walk in the beginning of just like, I want to walk, I want to understand like what the pace is like with you. Sometimes that pace is slow. Sometimes that pace is fast, but what's your pace? I want to go at mm. your pace. Yes. And I want to be aware of your presence at all times because you've got, you're like, you're infinite everything, right? So you, I've, I've got wisdom. I've got infinite wisdom mm. available. You know, you know what's going on with the people that I'm interacting with. At any time you can interrupt me. I can be doing one thing, but you'll say, hey, there's something else on my heart. I want to know what your heart is, right? Yeah. So that was the beginning. I was very early on, just a handful of months after Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur started. And so the whole kind of process is even growing. When Antonina and I started, she's not involved in operations anymore. But when the two of us started, it, we were the most praying people ever, Ryan, because it was like we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> so we had, we had no choice but to sit at his feet to say, what's your heart concerning this thing other than it's a community, it's a movement, and it starts with a book. Okay, we did the book. Thanks. Now what? Mm -hmm. Right? So it was walking with him, walking with him every step of the way. And as we did that, what happened is about a year and a half to two years in, 
he stopped giving a lot of instructions all of a sudden. Mm. I'm like, this is awkward because things were going really great. You would give instructions, we'd do them, and it was great. After about two weeks of like feeling like I wasn't hearing anything, he says to me, you already have my heart. Mm. You've been praying for a long time. Come on. And I want you to dream with me now. And it changed everything. So this whole experience has been not just like a, it's not just a business thing. It's like, it's a personal growth. Like as I'm growing in business, I'm growing with him. As the movement grows, everything is, I'm growing, Yes. right? So from a relational standpoint, and I don't even, I'm probably even off of your question at this point, but no, this is I just cool. want to share this, that it was like, I had to learn what it was like to know that I hear him Mm. And to be willing to respond. Like I had to learn how to be like that faithful, obedient servant. Like I had to learn that aspect of my relationship with the Lord because I wasn't there before. Right. I had to learn. But before that, he worked with me on understanding who I am as his daughter. So mm. like I am loved. I don't have nothing to prove to anybody. You know, I'm already loved. So he like dealt with me in these phases. And so it's like he dealt with my identity and who I am in him as a daughter first. Then he dealt with, you know, speaking to me and cultivating an ear to hear him and the heart to respond and not just doing things out of just this reverential fear, but doing it out of just like love because I know that he has my best and everyone else's best in mind. Yes. And then to the point of now, now I want you to dream. You used to be a big dreamer, but you were dreaming of just kind of doing your own dream. Now you have my heart because you've been delighting yourself in me. And so now let's yes. go do this together. And it's been such a beautiful, just, it's not even like a, like a, it's not like a going from one stage to another. It's all of it. I'm both daughter. I'm daughter and a queen in the marketplace. Right. I yeah. am, you know, I, I can do all the things, right. I, I'm a servant. Yes. Right. But I get to dream with him and I have authority. So it's like, it's the beauty of all of those things together, but he was very, intentional it's it's like he built me in building blocks right over the past several of years to just start to understand kind of who i am in him if that makes sense absolutely it makes total sense because uh i think that's a real sign of growth and maturity it seems maybe a little uh jarring or confusing at first because you're used to like okay god give me your direction you know which, which is a good start you got your own yes. direction first right then the next step is okay god let me hear from you give me yes. clear instructions you know for what to do and that's a good point. But then that's kind of the foundation. And after that, um, the analogy that I feel like the Holy Spirit gave me is kind of uh, like uh, if you're familiar with Star Wars, you know, the yeah. first movie where Luke Skywalker's going down the trench and he's got he's in his X-Wing fighter and he's got these goggles over him for a targeting computer. And to me, that's kind of like the behavioral parameters. You could call it the yeah. law. It's not necessarily yeah. legalistic, but it's kind of like right. even Paul in the New Testament, you know, he talks about here's what behavior should look like. Here's how you should conduct yourselves. But that's a base level. A higher level of maturity is taking the goggles off, right? Using yes. the force, the Holy Spirit, to yes. lead you through the inner witness of peace, joy, and desire. That's right. And there's a, there is a necessary growth process to get to the point where, like you said, his desires have become your desires. They're yes. Your heart. That's really yes. important. But it's almost like scary when he, realize, when he stops giving instructions. Like, well, what, what do you want to do? He's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? do? That's exactly trust? what he said to me. What do you want to do? Exactly. Do you trust <laughs> that you're yoked to me, that you have my yeah. heart now? You're at a point of maturity where your desires, you should, your default should be whatever your inclination is, it's probably from me. Now, in the yeah. past, that may not have been true, but at a certain right. point of maturity, that happens. And so it's so funny. Again, just I'm laughing because everything you're saying, I so relate to. Yeah. He said, it's in me that you move, right? 
and breathe, move, have my being, you know, I have your being, right? It's in him. And so you just get to that point where there's just kind of like a, a, a knowing, a flowing wisdom. It's, it doesn't mean that there's still not interruptions and very specific instructions that show up. That happens yeah. all the time, right? For sure. But, I, but it's not in a position of like, wait, wait, here, move, wait, here, move, wait, here, move, right? Like it yeah. was for that first, I would say, year and a half or so. Yeah, it's kind of like that crawl, walk, run. Yeah, thing where you you know you need those directions and then it's like okay you got that down let's take it to the next level yeah and you've been really on that growth and that journey and that process so um one of the things I like to talk about a lot in the podcast is because like I'm assuming you're probably cut from the same cloth I'm very uh detail oriented very pragmatic I want you know it's not I don't want to just be pie in the sky and the sweet by and by like what's really amazing to me is the bottom line measurable results that come from this seemingly ethereal kind of spiritual thing but it actually really manifests and you can prove it eventually in the bottom line it'll manifest so do you have any um experiences or testimonies where you've seen where the supernatural meets the practical in your you know in kde or anything else um yes my entire life my entire (laughs) life (laughs) um just even the growth from a from kingdom driven llc which is the name of the company uh, it's been so interesting because I always say I can go back. Anything that's happened in the past seven years that someone would be impressed by or say, wow, like you're amazing. I have an amazing God story behind it. Amen. Even the fact that, so I'll give you an example. So for example, like I never desired to be a speaker. That wasn't my thing. I just wanted to do podcasting, write books and that's it. Right. But the Lord showed me I was going to speak. And then all of a sudden, like all these speaking inquiries were coming in and I was like, I'm starting to speak and people are like, oh, wow, Shay, look, you're building a speaking platform. That's amazing. And I'm like, no, it's like, <laughs> I don't have a speaker reel. I don't have like, there's no video that you can like, I can't send somebody a video, but people keep requesting that I speak. Right. <laughs> and I just respond. And so, and people have been like really impressed by that. And I'm like, well, there's nothing to be impressed by God's opening doors of which I'm saying yes to. And that's it. And there's fruit from that, right? Yes. Um, the growth of the movement in general, man, for the first five years, like we were hanging out at that like slow crawl of growth, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. At around the five year mark, something really supernatural happened. I wrote, as I was writing the book, Grace Over Grind, he said, when you release this book, you're going to be the poster child of the message in this book. And so when I, and I didn't know what that meant. I just kept working on the book. But after I released that book, a few months later, maybe two months later, uh, a woman reached out to me who read the book and she says, hey, Shay, um, I loved your book. And I was wondering whether you've considered creating a version Bible app, you know, reading plan for this book. <laughs> and I said, no, I said, I looked into that years ago with my other books, but you know, they weren't accepting content partners. I'm not, even, I haven't even thought about it. She goes, well, I think you should do it. I'm going to connect you with them. I'm going to recommend you. And then she gave me this whole little thing, do this, 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 this. So I went and I, I'd never even done a reading plan before. So I'd gone in and I was like, oh, wow, I don't see a lot talking about the stuff that, that, it, you know, that I talk about. So this would be cool. Why don't I just go ahead and do what she said? I wasn't doing it with any expectations, Ryan. I was just doing it because I was like, wow, I can see this could be a good thing. And so I did it. Now, I submitted multiple plans, but hear this. This is, this is the God thing. So what I did is I, plant, I planted the seed of doing the plans, but this is what God did. What God did is one of those plans, 
it is still sitting in the first place. I couldn't SEO it. I couldn't strategize. I couldn't (laughs) pay my way for a sponsored spot in the very first position in the work category. I can't, I couldn't have put it there, but it's been there for months. And out of all the plans I have, it brings in 85% of the people. We have now had over 360,000 subscriptions to these plans of which over 85, 90% of them came from this one that they put, not me, Mm. in this top space. Mm -hmm. The second most highest, you know, subscribed one is one that they sent an email out about. I couldn't ask them to send an email and feature (laughs) one of my plans. They did that. So that one takes the, almost the rest. And the other five are like 5% mm. of the rest of the activity. And people are like, oh, wow. Then they want to create a strategy of creating version plans. No, don't miss it. It wasn't the version plan. It was God's grace and favor on the thing. It's like, it was what God did. It wasn't what I did. I planted a little Amen. seed and God breathed all over it. So mm. don't make the strategy that, oh, well, they're therefore I need to go put in a reading plan. <laughs> so what happened is, after that, the, the community grew exponentially. What we used to spend a couple hundred dollars a month in to uh, generate leads through some of our free courses and stuff like that, just to introduce the idea of kingdom-driven entrepreneurship, it, we were getting 10 times that result for zero dollars. Mm. 10 times. So what happened was our mentoring program quadrupled. <laughs> um, the community, you know, and like I said, it was 10 times the results every single month for months. Uh, so we quadrupled our mentoring program. Our revenue went up two and a half times. Um, to be able to grow the team. I mean, that's when doors started opening with speaking and stuff like that. It's like all of these things, but I can't, all of that is because of what God did. I was diligent and I was been, I've been faithful to the assignment, but every single thing that's been extraordinary points right back to him. Something that I couldn't have done. Something that speaks to his nature, yes. right? Not yes. the not for my glory, but like, no, this represents what his character, right? For me to just be faithful and diligent in the thing that he's called me to. And that's it, right? And so I have lots of those stories, but every single aspect of my story, nobody can go and say, oh, that was because Shay is so amazing. Not mm. one aspect of my story. Every single one, I've got a God story. Amen. And it is that's way more incredible. Right. It's so much better than we could do. And it's, uh, that's the same thing he told me is that when you're, when you're living under my grace, you're, and I don't know, I've been trying to figure out who, how to attribute this quote, but uh, I hear something that I say all the time, which is that our lives, and I would say our businesses should demand a supernatural explanation that has no possible other explanation besides Jesus. And that's exactly what you just described. But it's interesting. It's so funny. I was laughing because I was even just thinking about the version Bible plan before you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Because this was actually just a couple of weeks ago or something like that. I was journaling and I felt like God was telling me about uh, content licensing or content or something. I don't even know what that is. You know, I'm not a media person by trade. But right. um, but then I was like, oh, maybe a, a version Bible plan, you know, about uh, investing in rest and this whole thing. And I kid you not, Shay, later that day, I listened to one of your podcasts and you shared exactly that same <laughs> testimony. And so it's not imitation, but it was revelation yes. that ended up getting confirmation because yes. of what you shared. And that's the other thing about these things. It's not, it's a virtuous cycle. It's a, you know, a pond that you throw a little stone in and a ripple effect that happens. And yes. so just by you being faithful to that, you know, just for the sake of, you know, being a prayerful experiment or just doing, okay, maybe this is a good idea. Not only did you get 360,000 
responses 10 times, you know, anything you had paid for, but now also, you know, encourages me because I was kind of like, I don't know about this. And then I, you know, that was such a clear, obvious confirmation. Yes, to me, that's I'm believing so the same kind of thing. And that's what happens when we step into this. It's we have a yes. testimony that catalyzes other testimonies. Yes. That's what I love about what you're doing. Abs- as absolutely right. And it's so funny because I went back to the woman who had sent me that message. She's now, she's now a mentee of mine, but I'd gone back to her and I was like, did you just reach out to, like, was you, was your reaching out to me like one of those letter of the Lord things? She goes, yes. She goes, I didn't want to be weird. So I didn't want to tell you this is what the Lord said, you know, but he gave me what to tell you. And when, cause she was very specific, like do this, 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 like it was very like, and I was just like, that's interesting. Okay, I'll do it. Cause you know, whatever. But he gave her that instruction to give me. So it was her obedience. She didn't have to do that. So her obedience mm. led to a breakthrough moment for me, right? Her hearing him and then just taking the risk and saying, okay, I think this is what he's saying. So I'll just share this with her and we'll see what she does with it, right? So it's so good. I have another story I love to tell. I actually uh, feature this story in the Grace Over Grind book. And it's one of my team members. Her name is Alicia Haman. We even did a whole film, a little short film about her story. She has a bakery in... Um, uh, Gosh, Gladstone, Gladstone, Missouri. It's in the Kansas City area. And this woman, she had a home-based bakery, Ryan. It was a home-based bakery. So she'd been working out of that for some years. But her, her vision was really to have a storefront bakery, a place that would be like an oasis for the community. People can come together and all of those things. But she also had this very strong conviction that her business growth would always be debt-free. Like she was never going to be, never going to take a loan or anything like that. So that was her deep conviction, but it seemed to go in contrast with this vision that she had of going into this space. She didn't know how that would happen. And so she just kind of held that in her heart and kept doing her home-based business. And then one day the Lord says to her, start like dreaming on paper about this bakery. Like what would it be called? You know, what would it look like? All of those things. And so she starts doing that. And then she starts like kind of going out and looking at places, still looking at them so that she could count up the costs essentially. (sighs) But she's just like, I have no, I don't know how in the world this would ever happen. Right. Because I do not have the kind of money to invest in this and I'm not taking on any debt. Right. And so interestingly, what ended up happening, Ryan, is one day the Lord says to her, like, like highlights this particular building to her, her and her husband, they go, they talk to the people there. And they said, you know what, the city, the city of Gladstone is looking for business owners. And there's almost like this grant where we help business owners, because we're looking to really build up the city downtown. It's not, they're not going to cover everything, but you know, but there, it's kind of like a grant process. So why don't you go check out such and such? So she ends up going down there. I think it was like the last day for, to like even put your name in the hat type of thing. And so she ends up putting her name in the hat. She goes through this process, this competition with these other business owners for a space in downtown for them to cover not everything, but to cover something, okay? And to give some favorable lease arrangements and stuff like that. But they're still asking her every step of the way as she's progressing through this thing, where's the money coming from? Because you're going to need to bring some money. And she's thinking, I don't know where this money's going to come from because I'm not taking a loan. So they're encouraging her like, you know, you're going to need to get a loan. And she's thinking, I'm not going to take a loan. And so she was thinking, oh, well, you know, I, my husband's going to get some bonuses and all of these things. And so, you know, I'm sure we'll have enough cash. So she just told them, I'm not taking a loan, but we're going to have the cash. She's like, I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> so it got to the point where she was and far enough into this process and didn't have the cash where she's like, I remember her calling me and she's like, Shay, I have to go into this meeting. 
And I'm going to have to tell them that I'm still not going to take a loan, but yet I don't have the money. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's going to happen when I do this, but I'm going to trust God, but this thing might just fall apart like right now. And she goes into this meeting and before she even had an opportunity to go on about what she didn't have and all of this, they proposed something to her that basically created a structure that she wasn't going to need nearly nearly as much as what she thought she was going to need. She, she didn't even have to like, act, like they just proposed something to her. <laughs> and so she says yes to that, but she, by the way, didn't have the cash for that either. But she said yes to that. Yes. You know, absolutely. That works. I remember, I remember her telling me it was a Friday afternoon. She called me and she goes on Monday, I have to go and take money to them. I have to sign these papers. Like this is the final step. And I got to sign these papers and I've got to give them money. And I do not have it. And she goes, but I trust God. But again, I'm leaving this thing in his hands. He's the God of the outcome. You know, I'm mm-hmm. leaving this thing in his hands. Would you know, she gets a phone call <laughs> from somebody that she knows who she goes to church with. And this person says, you know, my husband and I were praying and I just feel like we're supposed to help you with something with your business. Uh, what is it that you need? And she tells <laughs> her, well, I actually have to take a check for X amount on Monday. She goes, I'll be right over. And she comes and brings in cash hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars that she needs to do this transaction on Monday. So her story, and that's just the getting into the bakery. It gets better. Like even the things that are in the bakery, like there's, there was just favor all over everything, whether it was favor with something that would normally cost her thousands of dollars, which would only cost her a few hundred, whether no matter what it was, it's like his favor was all over it. So her very, I was there when she did, I flew up there for the grand opening. I was not going to miss it. And it was so amazing because every time she gets to tell the story about the bakery, she's telling the testimony of Jesus. She always says, this is the bakery that Jesus built. She doesn't Mm -hmm. care who she's talking to, but this is the bakery Jesus built. And when she tells the testimony of how she went from her home-based bakery to where she is now, it astounds people. It is a sign and a wonder and a miracle to them. And not just the getting of the bakery, but even her sustaining and her ability to be there and stay there and the way things came together. She is a constant testimony. Amen. And to me, it doesn't get any more powerful than that because it's pointing to him. Yes. She's an amazing baker and I give her all credit for being an amazing baker, but above and above, above and beyond all of that, not only is, is she an amazing baker and very excellent at what she does, but God has orchestrated so much crazy stuff that no one could have ever made it up that they're like, wow, man, what kind of God you must serve? Amen. Like it really testifies of, of his character. Yes. And I love that so much. And so to me, it's such an honor. That's why I'm capturing these stories, telling these stories, because people have to know that it's like, it's, it's okay for us to say, I'm yielding this thing to you, Lord, because I know that you can do way more with this, that the, the realm of the supernatural is way more real than what I'm looking at right now. Yes. And so I want to partner with that. I want to partner with you. I want access. I want to I operate out of your economy, not this one. Amen. You know, it's just when you make that shift and as uncomfortable as it can be, because it goes so against a lot of the ways we Mm -hmm. grow up and our thinking patterns and all of those things. But when you at least make the decision to do it and you start to walk that out, it will not take long for your heart to be so shifted into, wow, this, this is, this is his best. And this is what I want. And for some people, it's a tough journey because there's a lot more stuff to 
unlock, get underneath issues and healing and all of those things. Right. But it's worth it. It is so worth it. It really is. It's the best for us and it's the best for everyone who's in our sphere of influence. Oh yeah. It's gotta be the win-win when it's in the kingdom. Yeah. You know, it's always a win-win. And that's another uh, a testimony like I just shared with you about the YouVersion Bible app, because I was thinking about this crazy, like I was going to invest in real estate and I'm like, I felt like God said, you know, why don't you challenge me to have to do this without any debt of any kind? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. How's that going to work? And then, uh, you know, I heard that testimony and, um, I started talking to other people and now, um, as I'm about to share in the book, I mean, it's been an unbelievable process. Got this all cash property a couple of years ago, wasn't mm-hmm. planning on selling it. Then an amazing selling opportunity came along and I'm under contract and believing God for the appraisal to come through tomorrow. So, yes. um, you know, but that's another thing of, you know, and, and it's the other thing Shay too, that I love about what you do and the, the kind of culture that you have is that it's not only about getting supernatural results, you know, it's not right. only about the success, but it's the, way that happens that's so uh, against the grain of our own personal inclinations, like you said, but it's also so it should be different than what the world does. It has and to be. most people, it's standard practice, take out a, de- you know, a loan, like that's, you know, for a, whether it's a mortgage, a business loan, line of credit, whatever. And it's so crazy. I mean, to me, as with a, you know, with a business and, and financial background, it's such an inefficient allocation of capital to buy, you know, put all of or a huge portion of your net worth in one asset. It just, you know, yes. it doesn't make sense. But then, you know, it's, it's, it should be different than the world. And if it really is God's grace, like you said, those doors will fly open off the hinges yeah. and there will be no disputing the results. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm just committed to that, right? I'm just committed to, even though sometimes the ways look, a lot of times the ways look different that I'm, you know, I'm going to trust God in this thing. And that's it. Because I, to me, the really exciting thing, Ryan, is the testimonies, the testimonies Mm -hmm. to me. I mean, when I, even in my bio, the first thing it says is passionate storyteller. There's nothing that lights me up more than being able to tell the most amazing stories about the goodness of God. And so for me, I'm like, Man, I'm not in it. I'm in it for the relationship and I'm in it for the stories, man, because this is this is like you can't make this stuff up what it's like to walk with you. <laughs> you know, you can't yeah. make it up. And the thing is, when you look at this from not even just the results from your business, but also what does this look like in terms of the people that are around me, like my clients, my vendors, my partners, employees, contractors, or whatever. And when we do this thing with him, it just opens up so many amazing doors to just be that person who just sparks something in someone else, who plants a seed, who waters a seed, who who uh, brings out like destiny in people that actually propels them into where yes. God has for them. Yes. And we have that opportunity there. Every time I see articles that keep talking about like, people coming out of churches and, you know, these numbers of people that are not going to church anymore or whatever, you know, many people are just like, I'm so discouraged by that. And to me, I'm like, well, that, that can be discouraging, but we can also look at it as an opportunity because here we are like around people all the time. And yet we have an opportunity to be walking demonstrations of his presence, of his power, like of his love, you know, it's the, it's the most amazing thing. It really is. Yeah. And something you said earlier that I wanted to touch on and it's, uh, it's, you kind of just brought it up was that, um, 
it's not enough to just have a good message or even a revelation of something. It's yeah. got to be the demonstration. And I see in your life and your ministry, the integrity of that in the same way that God's speaking to me is I'm kind of just kind of getting launched here yeah. in my own journey is that he's saying, you know, Ryan, it's, it's not enough for you to talk about a better way. You've got to be living it first and foremost in your own life. This message is for you. You are the number yeah. one listener, audience member, client, yes. whatever. And when you do that, and this is for you, the overflow and the natural byproduct would be influenced to other people, but it can't be empty, unlived truth that you're just kind of Come repeating. On. It's got to be yes. lived out first and foremost in your own life. And that's what you're talking about with what just happened with, you know, everything that you're doing. And it's a journey and it forces us into those places where it's, it's like an opportunity to grow to a new level of his grace, a new level of trust, and then see new levels of amazing results that can't be yeah. explained any other way. That's right. That's exactly right. So I, I, um, I want to, you know, make sure people can connect with you and what you're doing. Cause I mean, we just barely scratched the surface. You've got so many different things. You've got a fire starter school, yep. you've got igniters mentoring program. Mm -hmm. You've got all kinds of different resources for people who are on this journey. Maybe they're in that place of being tired, burned out, you know, tired of religion. <laughs> they need that refreshing drink from Jesus, yeah. you know, and see how he does it. And you're kind of like, you know, the mouthpiece for that. You're walking people through that process. So for people that might be interested in learning more about how they can enter into this relationship yes. where they can work by grace over grind in their business or even their personal life, what are some uh, programs, resources, opportunities, et cetera, from you? Sure. So I would suggest going to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. And then right there on the homepage, there's a button that says like start here. And then if you go to that, then you'll be able to kind of find where you're at and where you want to be and say, this is what I want my starting point to be. You know, for some people, they're just digging into the podcast for other people. I'm like, get fire starter school. Cause it's like one-on-one basic, like just start shifting, you know, your mind and your heart around this thing. And then some people are like, no, like I want mentoring. I want the whole thing. I want community. I want mentoring. I want to walk this thing out in the context of community. And so they just kind of dive right in, but it gives you an opportunity to see you know, where you want to start books, podcasts, courses, mentoring. So kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. So kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. We'll put those in the show notes. You've got a podcast, you've got the Firestarter School, you've got a Niters Mentoring Program, mm -hmm. and you've got, you know, a lot of vision. It seems like I... I could be wrong, but just from kind of listening from the outside in, it sounds like, you know, you were kind of at that, you know, humble beginning stage, that flat line, you know, for like five years. And all of a sudden, just in the last, you know, six to eight months, stage, boom, yes. you hit the hockey stick curve, you know? Yes. So it's, it's really exciting. And I'm sure you've got a vision way beyond your current resources and everything that you're doing. Um, what is yes. a declaration you have right now for something specific that you're believing God for that hasn't happened, but that you want to speak it forth by faith? Ah, so that's really great. So the first thing that came to mind when you said that was around media, because I had this very, I had this vision around media, like we're going to have kingdom driven entrepreneurs going to have a really uh, strong impact in the area of media, not just print and, you know, online, but in film and all of these things. And so I don't even have anyone on my team that's a media person, like outside of someone who edits a podcast for me, who's not on my team, but I don't have a producer. I don't have someone, you know, in media. And um, I'm believing God that next year is going to be the year that, that he's just going to open up like just the right person mm. that can really come alongside and even seek God with vision with me to partner up with me on this idea around media for kingdom driven entrepreneur, because these testimonies, man, these testimonies have to go out further. 
Amen. All right. So 2020 is the year of the media divine connection for Shay yes. and kingdom driven entrepreneur. That's right. I will agree with that with full Amen. belief and fervency. Thank and uh, yeah, absolutely. So go to kingdom driven entrepreneur, check out Shay Bynes, check out Grace Over Grind. Really great book. It's, a, it's not too long of a read. It's pretty short, but it is power packed. It is short, but sweet. It is powerful. Awesome. So, Thank you so much, Shay. You've just been, um, you know, a real inspiration and encouragement to me. It's an honor to have you on the show and see where you are about five to six years ahead of where I'm at and, uh, you know, kind of just uh, blazing that trail. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, I can't wait to follow up with the testimony of uh, all that's going to come next year. Yes. And I'll see you in just a few months. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, absolutely. I will see you then. And you guys check out Shea Bynes and uh, we'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Better Way Podcast with Ryan Haley. For more information and to discover more episodes, visit abetterwaypodcast.com or search us on iTunes, TuneIn, or any of your favorite online audio sites. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or send us an email. Have a suggestion for who we could interview next? Let us know on our website. Finally, A Better Way is listener-sponsored. Help us to further the message of kingdom entrepreneurship by supporting us financially. You can give online on our website, abetterwaypodcast.com. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.